Okay, episode two, emo homies. What's up, guys? It's Amber. And this is Emily. And we are your emo homies back again. This time, we're here to talk about the local music scene. Yes, we're diving into all the shows that we went in the summer. Um, Well, we'll start with the spring, but mostly this summer um, that we got to go to and see. Yeah, it's been a real adventure getting more into local music. Historically, the two of us have been going to shows of super famous, high-profile artists and musicians, and... The kind that you have really have to like pay for a meet and greet to meet and you have to wait hours in line to get a good spot standing. And so it was just like a total 180 starting to go to local shows of a lot of artists we had never heard of before. So like the whole shift in dynamics between, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's a shift in the dynamics of the shows. It is, but it's not. Because we go to shows that if they were high profile, we probably would go see them. Um, It's the same type of music, but it's just different because it's local and we didn't know them. But it's a good shift because we enjoy them and it's been fun. And it's like going to see the underdogs like and support them. Who doesn't love an underdog anyway, you know? I feel like our first show was in spring, right? Yeah, it was like April or May. Yeah, so we like just totally on a whim were bored one Friday night and we're like, we should go to a local show because we've been talking about it forever. And we figured out I used to live by one of the bands and I used to hear them practicing and I was like, I want to see them live because... I liked hearing them practice from, like, walking on the street. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, who wouldn't want to see their band neighbors live in show? Like, that's pretty cool in and of itself to be like, oh, I live by them when you're seeing them, you know? Yeah, and be like, yeah. So that's how it all really started. And then we saw our first show, The Keystones, Tigera, and Superkick. Yeah, which are all three bands that anybody listening should definitely check out. 10 out of 10. They're all great. Awesome stage presence. Great music. All original artists, so they don't really do many covers or anything. They got some good vibes. I would say it's not like the music historically that we listened to growing up. It's a little bit more alternative, at least for me, than I listened to. Yeah. Yeah, like Superkick is more like garage rock yeah and then tigera i don't even know they're so just like vibrant yeah very bright honestly like i would say they're like a two-door cinema club style very like a beat happy style yeah i love that me it's, too. it's good to dance to yeah jump around and just go crazy with energy yeah i remember the first time i saw them and i was like this is this is it this is where we're supposed to be and then the keystones are just chill vibes like if you want if you like arctic monkeys you should listen to the keystones that's a good comparison actually definitely (laughs) honestly the keystones like as people even 
like they're so welcoming they're so sweet they really are for people that like we're total outsiders just random people that showed up to one of their shows they treated us like friends yeah yeah they're so nice yeah i mean the other bands too like that's one thing that i've noticed every show we've gone to because we've been to a few since then they're very like welcome to our band family vibes it's the midwest let me tell you oh i didn't even (laughs) think about that it's all the midwest it's that midwest hospitality and it's so accurately like coming through in their bands honestly yeah so that was the thing that kind of sprung us into this whole adventure with the local bands and kind of emo homies was before that but then that really was like the show where we were like we got the podcast the yeah yeah and then we were like we want to bring light to these local bands and talk about them and hopefully interview them one day hint hint but um hopefully that's in the works but we'll see but yeah i think that show was really kind of it was like the starting point of our shenanigans honestly. yeah because then after that we went to a house show at the beginning of the summer <laughs> Yeah, Amber always seems to, like, find these random obscure adventures to go on through, like, Instagram or Facebook or something, and she'll be like, Emily, let's go to somebody's house basement show this weekend, and I just blindly follow her because (laughs) why not? What else am I going to do on a Friday night, you know? But we stumbled into the Keystone's basement show a couple months after the first time we saw local bands, and that was that was an experience unlike anything i've had before yeah it was the keystones alley eyes anti gara in a basement and it was honestly so fun like i always grew up watching the movies with like the bands playing in the garage doing the basement shows and that was always the experience that i wanted in high school but i didn't know anyone that like did that but going to that basement and like rocking out with all these people and just having the best time it was so fun it was like kind of awkward because it was obvious that like everyone kind of knew each other but that midwest hospitality came in and everyone was super nice and chill and even if maybe they thought we were weird no no one showed it (laughs) yeah they were very welcoming and it didn't feel weird to be in a random person's house at a show where everybody knew everybody but us. Yeah, yeah, it felt great. Um, yeah, but that show, it was Keystones, Tigera, and Alley Eyes. That was the first time we saw Alley Eyes, and we were kind of hooked after that. Yeah, actually, we've seen Alley Eyes three times. Three times now, now yeah. Since then, yeah. And we went, we saw them at a pool party this summer, too, actually, now that I think about it. That was, like, our second house show we went to because after the first we were hooked and it was, it was the move for us this summer. Yep. We started the summer with a house show and ended the summer with a house show. So it was, like, the perfect bookends. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, actually. It was definitely different but in the best possible way yeah the pool party too bad i like got heat stroke or like heat exhaustion because i definitely would have enjoyed it more i think but 
Yeah. yeah, I was not feeling it that day, unfortunately. It was so hot. <laughs> it really was, but it was still a good time. And it was definitely... Okay, so for people who have never been in, like, this kind of an experience before, you're gonna have to be okay with putting yourself out there a little bit and, like, being out of your comfort zone because 10 out of 10, we both were. We were a little bit awkward, a little uncomfortable, but it's worth the risk because you hear so much great music, you meet so many cool people. That's a little uncomfortable at first, but after you, like, ease into it, definitely worth it. And, like, I think when you go to these more intimate shows, like, at venues that you wouldn't think, like a basement or a pool party, you get to see a different side of the band's performance, I feel like, because they're performing for their friends, you know? It's not... I feel like, in a sense, I don't know if this is true or not, because I'm not in a band, but I feel like there's probably way less... Like, there's probably pressure in a different sense because it's, like, at a, a different venue and you have to, like, set up everything. But I feel like there's also less pressure because it's, like, this isn't everyone. This is our friends. Like, it's not, like, people that you have to impress. So I think you get to see, like, a different dynamic of their performances, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it's not a job. They're not going to work. They're doing this, like, out of a pure, I want to do this versus some of the shows i'm sure they like 110 percent want to be there but at the end of the day it's also a job for them so the professionalism has got to be out a little bit more versus a house show they're just chilling kicking it having the time of their life yeah everyone who's there wants to support them um yeah like you don't have to win over the crowd at all because they're already your people yeah so I think, because I noticed that with Alley Eyes when we saw them, comparing seeing them like at two house shows and then seeing them at Battle of the Bands, they were still great, like 100,000%. But it was just, I felt like when they were with their friends, it was, it was just a different dynamic. And they were both great, obviously, both dynamics, but it was like nice seeing them to be in like a more intimate space. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Shout out to 5 p.m. to Nowhere uh, for putting together the pool party that we went to in the summer because that's a lot of work. Yeah, and it's a lot to have, like, open your house to a lot of random people that you may or may not know. Yeah, or, I don't know, maybe it was an Airbnb. Who knows? (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that. That could be. But, But either way, like just putting it all together with like four bands that's that's a lot to like organize and put together so shout out to 5 p.m to nowhere um i really liked the first the song that i heard by them with the guitar and the key keyboard oh yeah (laughs) okay so i have never ever seen a guitar before in real life i need to go on this tangent so i knew they were real i knew it was a thing I'm sure I've heard it in music before, but to see one in front of your face, that was cool. That was something. I loved it. It was, I'm just sit, just sitting there like, is that what I think it is? <laughs> that, that guy was jamming out on that too. He was. So shout out to 5 p.m. to nowhere. Thank you for putting together the pool party, even though I couldn't stay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Super Kick, I'm sure you were great. But yeah, so we went to Battle of Bands and we did see Ally Eyes there. 
on the first episode we were going um and now we went so that was at uw milwaukee in their like little plaza thing and it was presented by prowl radio so shout out to prowl radio for setting that up because it was really fun yeah so this was amber's first battle of the bands which i feel like is a monument of going to a high school but then again i went to a public high school and you went to private so maybe it's a little bit different but like my school had battle of the bands in the school like my science teacher ran that through the science club so for me to hear amber never went to a battle of the bands i was like what what excuse me yeah i never went because we never had that well we would have like shows and stuff but it was not like it was not like the movies or like like battle of the bands that we went to it was not like that <laughs> but yeah i loved it it was so much fun i definitely suggest going if they do it again oh yeah so the really funny thing about battle of the bands though is depending where you go, the audience may change drastically because I am convinced we were a solid decade older than almost everybody there. I know yeah. it was because we were at UWM, but what a difference in the crowd vibe. Yeah, it was interesting being part of the older generation. Like, not the older, but like being older than who was there. But you know what? They were wild. All the kids that were there, they had heart. I'm saying this like I'm 50 years old. I am not even close. But yeah, it was totally something to be in a little plaza listening to battles of the bands where everybody is just moshing out of nowhere. People are crowd surfing. People are doing like the wall of death into moshing. There's no security anywhere. There's no, like, regulations anywhere. And everybody's just having the time of their life. It's a free-for-all, and I loved it. It really was. If I didn't have bad ankles, maybe I would have went crowd surfing. (laughs) Not for me. Not for me. (laughs) I miss those days. But, yeah, the Battle of the Bands was great. There was four bands. 9 a.m. Alley Eyes. Lake Drive. And scam likely. Yeah. Lake Drive won, which was well deserved. They were who I really wanted to see because I heard like a little of them at Summer Solstice. And I was like, I think I could be into them. And then they did their set and I was like, yes. That was one of those where we walked in not having a clue and we left fans. Yeah, I really wanted to buy a shirt. But I didn't have any money. <laughs> I feel your pain. So next time I see Lake Drive, I will be buying a shirt. Yeah. Oh. And uh, Scam likely we had never really heard of or seen before, but... No, they were good. I liked Scam likely a lot. And Singer. She had some vocals. She did. And honestly, every song they had was good and it felt like a genre shift. But they all, like clicked together and it was all cohesive still yeah but they all felt like a little different yeah enough where it was like well this sounds like a pop song like pop punk now this sounds more like a garage punk song like it just was very interesting but you could all tell that it's like them you know yeah yeah 
And then Ali Eyes was great. Like you said, they brought out the A game. Um, it was the guitar solos. That's when the w- crowd did the Wall of Death. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. And then 9 a.m. is more of like an electronic, poppy, not our usual taste of music, but they brought out their A game too, I think. The, all the bands really put in a lot of passion into their performances, I feel like. And they all definitely got some votes fun to go to a different style of show yeah and it was cool because they were all milwaukee bands yeah that's true but you know you never really like realize how much there is going on in the milwaukee scene until you start digging into it a little bit because i don't think we realized what we were getting ourselves into when we went to that first show back this spring for the keystones like tip of the iceberg yeah really like the milwaukee scene is huge and the fact that alternative press wrote a article about us uh, it makes me so proud to be here us is in the city of yeah milwaukee, milwaukee. not us yeah not us <laughs> not yet someday <laughs> <laughs> but, but. It makes me so proud to be part of milwaukee because it's such a beautiful scene and like i feel like all the bands have that welcoming vibes to them and like because you can just tell like when they're performing in their stage presence how they interact with the crowd Mm -hmm. like they all have that with them and it just it's so fun to see them and then one day maybe if they do get big which i think they all have the potential to it's gonna be great yeah i definitely agree it's just crazy how we have barely scratched the surface of all the potential out there and it's a bummer that we're ending all of our like festival season because we're running into a lot of bands that way too like there's this band gold steps that they're almost like paramore yes i would compare them to yeah they're amazing and I feel like we just saw them on an impulse and they were playing festivals and Tiger has been playing festivals and all of these bands that you have to search for more. We're going to have to search for more because festival season's ending, you know? That's why I've been looking on all their websites. (laughs) Facebook, everything. Definitely. But I'm definitely going to go see them when they play shows in the future. Oh, yeah. I... I feel like that with almost all of them, honestly, and it's just been so cool to, like, go from having the excitement of seeing bands like Fall Out Boy or Paramore or anyone big name, Bring Me the Horizon, and being able to, like, scream all the song lyrics at the top of your lungs to, like, getting into this mentality of, okay, I'm going to see three bands tonight i've never heard of any of them before but i'm gonna have a blast and i'm gonna make it happen and just going in with that mindset and it's almost i would say it is as fun as seeing like a huge band that we all know and love it's just a different kind of fun 
It definitely is. And I saw like, I don't remember if it was like a meme or a post or something, but it was basically like get out into your local scene because you literally might find your new favorite band. Or maybe I heard someone say that. I don't remember. But it just has stuck in my mind as we've like begun this journey of exploring more of the Midwest and Milwaukee especially um, that literally you we might find our new favorite band and they might just be around the corner down the street at a venue you know that's so true and a few of these bands that we've seen or heard of or talked to are from chicago and chicago is known for like huge artists coming out of like fallout boy came from that and like even i think it was the drummer of fallout boys from menominee falls yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's like, it's not obscure or out of this realm of possibilities for us to be finding, like, diamonds in the rough digging yeah. around in the scene. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure Gold Steps went on tour with Say We Can Fly. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me. Okay, I, I believe But, that. I mean, we saw Gold Steps because Charlotte Sands needed someone to open for her, and then... She picked them, so, or I don't know how it happened, but I remember it was like a, it was a crazy opportunity, and I remember them talking about it when we saw them for, when they opened for Charlotte Sands, they were like, this is crazy that this is happening right now, because yeah. I think they like, I remember Charlotte Sands posted on her Instagram, and she said that she needed an opener, and then Gold Steps became the opener. I love, I've always loved going to see, like, local bands ever since I was a kid. Like, while we were planning this episode, um, I just thought about how I made that transition so early in life of not knowing all the words to the songs, but still jamming out and vibing and rocking because I would go with my family to see all these, like, local bands that, like, my aunt or, like, my grandma listened to. And then I wouldn't know any of the songs, but if I wanted to have fun, I needed to just go with the flow and do it. Um, otherwise, I was just going to sit there and be miserable the whole time. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a whole different like way of living than I grew up because my dad was in cover bands always from the time I can remember my life on and so he only played music that I already knew because it was like music on the radio like the Beatles and is it Van Morrison that I think I think it's Van Morrison I, I think so yeah. yeah like build me up buttercup style music all of that and so I always would sneak into the back of people's weddings where he was performing or whatever and like hear songs that I could sing to so I'd never been in experiences where I walked in not knowing the music it was so uncomfortable at first for me but like once I learned to like just clear my mind and just pick out the part of the music that like speaks to me the most it was an eye-opening experience for sure definitely it's I recommend if you are ready to step out of your comfort zone and go to like a house show or a local show, definitely recommend. Maybe start with the, like a local show in like a real venue first. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not a real venue, but like in like Cactus Club. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have. There's been some good ones. Um, Cactus Club is pretty g- good for small shows. X-ray Arcade's pretty good. The Backroom at Collectivo. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, start out at give these venues a try. Even like do some research. Like if you see a band and you're like, oh, that's an interesting band name. Look them up. See if you like the music. <laughs> yeah, and those smaller venues, they bring some big names like. Craig Owens is supposed to be at X-Ray Arcade later this year, so it's it's a possibility that you're someone you may already know and love is showing up somewhere small. Yeah, at the X-Ray. Was it the X-Ray or was it Cactus Club? Who did the home team Broadside and Honey Revenge play at like last year? Oh, that was X-Ray Arcade yeah, also. I was so mad. I know, we missed that. I was so mad. I love Honey Revenge. You know, the one other thing... The one problem I've really noticed with us getting more into the local scene is a lot of shows are conflicting because we're like broadening our horizons and all these new bands that we like love and want to see again and again. And now it's like, okay, we can't see two bands on the same night because we can't be two places at once. So now we have to pick and it's getting harder and harder. It definitely is. Like the Keystones just did their boat show I wouldn't did anything to go to that, but I had to go to a comedy show with my mom. But I was so sad when I saw the things and I'm just like praying and I'm like, I hope they do it next year so I can go. Oh, yeah. Boat shows are another local show style that 10 out of 10 would recommend. We did that this year. We did it once last year where we just hop on a boat tour and there's either a dj or a band playing and you just float on well for us it's like michigan you just enjoy the views and listen to music and just chill and love life and i think that's my favorite type of like house show even though it's not a house show yeah yeah the boats i mean it's an intimate venue show we should call it yeah intimate the boat shows were the best shows that's why i was really sad i couldn't see the keystones oh yeah and it was a black tie and even better but it's okay had had to do stuff for the mom you know something that was surreal for me what when i was younger and i always was like that kid that had to be in the front row had to try and meet bands and get their autographs and stuff and then we started going to these kind of shows (laughs) And you just run into the band in the back of, like, the bar or venue or whatever after they perform. And you're like, whoa, they're right there. They're not, like, behind a huge line of people waiting to meet them. Or, like, you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars to meet them. Like, yes, they're not famous, but they're arguably just as talented as some of the people that you pay to see. And it's, like, just mind-blowing to be like whoa i can walk right up to them and i can be like good job bro or whatever and they're usually very very receptive to it yeah that is pretty surreal except then i don't want to do it because it it's different for me i guess because like when it's someone that i've seen so many times and i'm like they're kind of like unattainable you know like give me an example Hoodie, no, Hoodie is a terrible example. He's so nice. <laughs> um, 
I guess like when I was younger, it was Andy Beersack. Like if I would just run into Andy Beersack on the street, I would I would go up to him and be like, oh, my God, like you're Andy Beersack. You know, when I was younger, I wouldn't do that today. Um, no hate to Andy Beersack. I just wouldn't probably be as excited. I don't know. But um but when I was younger, it, I would. It was because he was so unattainable, and it was like a once in a lifetime opportunity to like go talk to him. So I would probably do oh. it just to like do it. But now, since because like, they're just normal everyday people, just like you and me, and that's what psychs me out, I guess. And I get so scared because I'm so awkward, and I like want to tell them like, "You did a great job," and I usually try to. But then at the same time, I'm like, what if I do something stupid? Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, they're actually going to remember me. So then I just want to blend into the shadows. See, I have this. I, I totally agree with that because like, I don't want to do something stupid either. But I have this mentality of I don't think they hear enough how good they are. So I need to be that person to be like, you're really good. Nice job. I need to adopt that mentality because it's probably way more likely that what I, it's probably way more likely that no matter, even if I think I do something stupid, they're probably not even going to notice anyways. Like you always, like as people, we always like psych ourselves out way more than other people notice or like, you know, analyze ourselves more. Oh yeah. The whole spotlight effect. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, I just need to adopt that mentality because they do do great and i mean that's part of what emo homies is about is telling them how great they do so that and like especially since you and i are trying to get more into the scene i kind of have taken the it's networking approach if you were at a job interview event and you're networking you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and talk to people so in a weird way, it's kind of similar, you know? It is. And it sucks because I never went to those. Oh, they're brutal. In college, <laughs> they were brutal. Yeah, I never went to those. I just hoped and I it ended up fine. But yeah, I just have to really get into that mentality too and just push myself out of my comfort zone. So um, yeah, shout out to all the bands that I have talked to. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks for always being nice and making me not feel weird yeah you know what the music industry definitely like forces that narrative into our minds of these people are unattainable but and really they're, they're not they're really not i mean maybe super superstars are kind of yeah like britney spears or something yeah maybe someone like very extremely famous but the average band, like probably half of the supporting bands that we've seen over the years for shows, like they're not that unreachable. Like they're still a person. Yeah. I mean, they're all people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But you know, they're they still They don't have like, like that rock star mentality. Yeah. It's been a real trip. That's for sure. But it's been a good trip. Yes. We'll keep pushing ourselves and talking to people and telling them that they're good and talking about them on podcasts so other people know how much how good they are yes you know this is totally a tangent but i have to say because it, it just popped into my mind one thing i love about local shows is you don't have to see the whole stage you don't yeah. have to get angry when mr six foot seven stands right in front of you because that always happens to us like i swear every other show we go to 
last minute. But you know, that's not a stressor on our radar for these kind of shows, and I love it. That's true. I feel like there aren't as many tall people. I don't know. <laughs> but is the Midwest just shorter? Well, we always see shows in the Midwest, but when it's local shows, maybe the tall people are just more considerate and they stand behind us. Oh, that's so true. People have been a lot more considerate at the local shows. Yeah, so much nicer. Yeah. Well, that is that for this episode of Emo Homies. We'll be coming at you again in a couple weeks. Um, We don't know what we're talking about, so it's a surprise. (laughs) We'll be talking about music exactly likely yes. maybe some awkwardness yes music and awkwardness is always guaranteed yeah there might be some cat talk because we're both cat moms we'll see but so we'll be coming at you again in a couple of weeks but until then i'm amber i'm emily and we're your emo homies <laughs> didn't say it <laughs> you were like, so strong <laughs> i was wait- i thought we were gonna say it together <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like we should leave that in there. I kind of feel like that too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we're your emo homies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>